Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thank you for listening to today's show. Well, today we're going to be talking about why it's so hard to listen. If you're new to the podcast series, I'd love you to subscribe. And even more, please give us a positive rating on iTunes. We're building a movement of motivated communicators that want to be brief. So thanks for joining. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the founder and managing director of The Brief Lab, where we help organizations and leaders master the art and science of lean communication, how to be clear and concise. The point of the podcast is pretty straightforward, is to help you explain, communicate, and frame ideas that are complicated in a way that's easy to follow. The impact of this can be significant. So today's topic is one that I see time and time again in the courses that we leave for both corporate leaders and military leaders, really difficult. Listening. And the research is pretty alarming on this. There was a Harvard Business Review study that was done a number of years ago. It was in the 50s, actually. And it talked about what happens when people listen. And I can only imagine that even more current research would would make the situation even more alarming. You know, in this study, they talked about, you know, there, there was no formal training for listening. They were talking about the the issue of reading comprehension and the false assumption that teaching people how to read would kind of carry over into listening and that wasn't the case and how easy it was to forget and tune out. Um, immediate after a half, uh, like right after a conversation, half the information you hear, you forget. And about eight hours later, up to another 50%. So you're, you're retaining very, very little. Two months later, you know, maybe a quarter of the conversation. So you see, we feel this in conversations. You're talking to people and it's like, you know, it's in one ear and out the other, as I like to say. So why is listening so hard? And that's what we're going to tackle today. Um, I want to give you the, the shortcut to the answer. And the clue is that we're listening to everything, but not, we're not listening for anything in particular. What, what do I mean? The distinction there is, if you just look at listening, imagine, and I was thinking about like, okay, when I was, like, when I was a kid and we were watching, you know, like war movies, you know, the, the movies of like about submarines and, and uh, you know, the guy's in the submarine and he's the sonar technician and he's got the headset on and he's listening for, for the enemy. Well, if you, if you look at that craft a bit deeper, what's happening? You know, he's not just sitting there with the headset on and listening to anything because there's a lot of sounds, you know, presumably you know, beneath the ocean surface, deep, deep in the ocean. But the technician, the sonar person, is listening for unique and distinct sounds, the sounds of propellers or unique sound signatures of enemy submarines or ships. There's extensive training on listening for something very specific and where they hear the sound of the thump, 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 or whatever that unique signature was, 
they would recognize in the sound that that would be an enemy ship or a certain class of submarine. In those movies would, would be fascinating to me because how could a person pick up amidst all those sounds, those distinctive sounds? Well, the answer was they're listening for something. They're not just listening to sounds. So that distinction is what we're going to talk about. So why is listening so hard? Um, you, you, you look at what it's like to be in a conversation, and I'm just going to kind of go down a list of things that, that happen. And it happens to me. It happens to you. It happens to the people that you work with. You're having conversations all the time, right? You're, you're not trained how to do this. So you're, you're, if you're, you're interested, it might be easier. If you're less interested, it's going to be harder. Uh, here's some of the things that are happening. Oftentimes in a conversation, one of the first things is th it's not relevant to you. Or there's no role. Um, I, I joke that what's the difference between ignorance and apathy? And the answer is, I don't know and I don't care. So if you think about, you know, a conversation where it's not relevant to you or you have no role in the conversation, a person's talking at you, it's hard to listen because you might think like, I, I really don't know what this person's talking about and I really don't care. And that, um, that, that listening is just like, is, this isn't for me. It's not meant for me. And I've looked at research that said that in, in the first 30 to 60 seconds of a presentation that you're listening to, if you don't see the relevance of that information for you that people decide if and how they're going to listen, well, they call that listening in and out listening. And we've done this before. You're, 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 you step in, you listen, and then you step out and you stop listening. And you, in, in those moments, you start to daydream. And it's just, it's, it's a type of listening where it's just like you quickly determine that it's just not relevant for me. You're in a meeting and you just, you see people and they're typing and they're, they're writing notes, but they're just not listening. Or in conversations where they're nodding their head and they're like, this does have absolutely nothing to do with me. So that's, that's one of the insights that, that I think we can, we can, we can take away. Um, the second one would be we, the brain races ahead. In, in going back to that Harvard Business Review research article, you might be wondering why am I citing research from 1957? Well, because that article was shared with me by somebody and we talk about in our coursework something called the Elusive 600. And there was a consultant, um, Sharon Ellis, that shared this with me a number of years ago. And it was really brilliant because the Elusive 600 describes the, the way the brain processes information. And, and basically how it goes is you know, the brain is processing about 750 words per minute. We hear about 150 words per minute. That's about how fast people can speak. So the brain has 600 extra words floating around. So if you're processing four times faster than you're hearing, it's very easy for the brain to race ahead. Well, that basic insight that Sharon coined or she shared with me the term, the elusive 600, was cited in this in this research in 1957 by Harvard Business Review. And in, in essence, it was the same thing. It had to do with how fast of a process the brain was. Well, what's the impact of that? Well, the impact of that is, is that you can have a conversation where you're listening to yourself and you're talking to yourself. It's an inner monologue, really. So you're in a conversation which is boring or complicated or long, and you've got these extra 600 words talking to yourself about what are you going to have for dinner and when is it going to be over and when is it my turn to talk and 
this inner monologue, I'm listening to myself while I'm listening, makes listening hard. It makes it really hard because you have four times as many words that you're generating that you're actually hearing. So this is what happens to a lot of people when they hijack a conversation or they, you know, get triggered to get distracted. So that's, a, that's another reason. The brain races ahead. The third thing is um, the information that you're hearing isn't organized, or at least your brain says it's not organized. It's just either too much of it, not in the right order, it's unstructured, it's clearly presented in a way that it's not assembled and it needs reassembly. So I'll give you an example. You know, you're, you're on a conference call and a person is, or a video conference, and the person just, just giving you a data dump. And, it's, and it's, it's, they're just giving you everything that they know and it's not been prepared, it's not been structured. Your, your brain has got to do extra work to figure out where things go and if it's important and how this fits in. And it's like, it, it would be like somebody dumping a puzzle to you and, and, and telling you, what, what are you seeing? And you just see a bunch of pieces. That happens a lot in conversations where our elusive 600, our brain's racing ahead saying, I can't do this. And there's a lot of pieces and I'm lost. And it's, it's, it makes listening very, very difficult. You're taking in an unassembled message. Um, lastly, I think it's just the constant choices of attractive distractions. What do I say attractive distractions? We all get distracted, right? You're in a conversation and you hear a siren or the phone rings or somebody texts you or a person walks by or you're, you know, like on a conference call and you're, 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 and you're looking at your browser or you're checking email. These are, these are all choices for us to get distracted, but they're attractive. You, you're attracted to something which is easier, more appealing. And there's constant choices like that around us all the time. That makes listening even harder. So if you go back to like the 1950s, well, if that was difficult then, well, I mean, certainly, you know, nowadays it's way more difficult. So th those would be you know, some of the big issues, I think, that why listening is so hard. And, and the list, quite honestly, goes on and on about why listening is so hard. But I want to go back to the, the original point of the, of the podcast and the distinction between listening to everything versus listening for something. And in our courses, we talk about how important it is to lead with your main idea, your big idea up front, your headline, your main point. Why? Because it gives people something to listen for. It's almost like a, a clue or a sneak preview. And in, in this podcast, I, I said that right up front. We're going to talk today about why listening so hard. And you didn't have to guess for that. That's, that was the point. Well, that distinction about listening to everything versus listening for something like the sonar person becomes really important as a way of combating this. What do I mean? Well, the reason listening is hard at the end is because we're not listening for something specific. And if we could look at it like we're listening for a clue, we would listen differently. So here's a short list of things that you can be listening for in your next conversation, which is it might be unstructured and seemingly irrelevant where you have no role and your brain is racing like, when can I get out of this conversation? I would suggest that you would listen for a clue. And here's some of the clues you can listen for. Listen for an idea. Listen for an insight. Listen for an issue. 
listen for inspiration. Innovation, listen for intention. And once you find it, don't do anything with it. You don't even need to respond to it. Just capture it and note it. One of the problems that people have in conversation is they listen to respond. And this is going back to the person in sonars. They're listening for the enemy. And once they find the enemy, they fire their torpedo. In our particular case, I'm going to recommend that you don't do that. What I'm going to recommend you do is you listen for something, an idea, an inspiration, an issue, intention. And when you find it, just note it. Acknowledge it. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to respond to it necessarily. Don't try to act on it. Just note it. So in that conversation, that can be what you find. And that thing that you find can be the source of something tremendously valuable. And leaders today are always talking about how people are supposed to be looking for the next big thing. I think that people miss the clues in conversation because they're just not looking for it. So think of listening as, as almost like a game where you're, where you're looking for something and when you find it, note it. Um, that could be what motivates people. It could be what's bothering people. It could be a problem that we're supposed to be fixing or a problem that we shouldn't be fixing. It could be um, what a person's preferences are or what their personality is about, what, their, what, the, what, that pers- what drives that person. It, be, it could be what a person's really looking for. All those can be clues when you're listening for something versus just listening. That's the point. So it's hard. So I'm going to give you a challenge to wrap things up here. I call this a 10 to 10 talk. So in our courses, we do this. I want you to have a conversation with somebody for 10 minutes and just listen, actively listen, ask questions, be interested, but listen for something. Listen for something. And when you find it, note it. Don't necessarily respond to it. And then after the conversation's over, about a half hour later, write down in 10 words or less what you heard. What was the headline? What, what, what did you find? See if a conversation like that can improve this very valuable skill called listening. Well, thanks so much for joining me. Just Saying is a podcast that's meant for you, and it's meant for sharing. So if you could please spread the word, that would be great. In all of our coursework, active listening is an important com- component or direction that you can all take to improve yourselves as communicators. Just saying.